Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. So, closeout game tonight in the NBA Finals, game six in Boston. Warriors lead 3-2. And really been a strange series where the Celtics take game one in San Francisco. The Warriors come back in game two strong. Celtics come back in game three strong. Steph Curry has a great performance in game four. They tie the series. Curry then has a stinker in game five in San Francisco, but still the Warriors win the game, most because of Andrew Wiggins with a great all-around game that he's been playing. More on him in a few minutes here. But um, one thing people are talking about is Steph Curry's legacy. And I think his legacy is you know, sealed anyway. He's changed the game with a three-point shooting. Everyone shoots threes pretty much because of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the Splash Brothers, I would say. So he came from a small school. He wasn't really heralded. I mean, he was a great player in college, but you know there was a time where the Warriors thought about trading him to the Pacers. He revealed that in one of the inter- interviews with Draymond Green. And, um, and they decided to stick with him, and look what's happening now. So for me, why I say that he'll be equal with LeBron if he wins this title is because he won with his own team that was built around him uh, the first time with Clay, with Draymond, with, you know, other ancillary pieces like Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut and, uh, and Sean Livingston. Then, then they had the greatest regular season of all time, but then lost to the Cavs and LeBron in the championship. Then they got Durant, you know, he's won two titles with them, with the Warriors, and they had those down years, and now they're back with a different type of core of people, um, you know, adding pieces like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. But I just think that winning with this team in this age, I think, is a bigger accomplishment. I, I think it puts him equally with those guys I mentioned, LeBron, maybe even Kobe. Um, and could they win more after this if they win tonight? I think so. I think their, their culture and their, their way that they go about things works. Now, I said Andrew Wiggins, you know, I've talked about on my podcast and many other podcasts and my guests have talked about, you know, opportunity and, and, and fit. And, you know, Wiggins was the number one overall pick in Minnesota. You've heard me say Minnesota had some problems in their in their history redeveloping guys. They look like they're in the right direction now with Anthony Edwards and and Carl Anthony Towns and a couple of pieces and getting some front office guys and the, and the coach and a couple of veterans. And Draymond Green talked about it. Just the other night after the game, he was on SportsCenter. He said, you know, why is it always the player's fault? It's never the organization's fault. And sometimes organizations just don't know how to use players, and that goes for probably any job. Sometimes you're just not a fit in a job. Sometimes you uh, may have a certain skill set, and they want you to be something else, and you don't fit. And then you're, you're typecasted. And I think a lot of guys in the NBA are that because the media is so polarizing. Oh, this guy's got great numbers. He's never won. Well, who have you put around him? You know, why is he in this situation? You know, why is it better to be for the Warriors than it is to be the Timberwolves? Because they have a support system and they've already won and they've got veterans. You know, Charles Barkley, I've heard him talk about Moses Malone, how Moses Malone changed his career. You know, Barkley was pretty fat coming out of college and Moses Malone told him, like, hey, man, you've got to lose weight if you're going to be a professional. And Barkley talks about Zion Williamson, how he's, how he's got to, you know, take, take ownership of his career and his body to get himself better. So... It's always about the fit, you know. If, if Zion maybe was at a different organization, would he be getting away with this stuff? Would he be sitting out for a year? I don't know. But I, I just think that it's so obvious in so many places and so many sports and, and organizations that where you go matters. So 
I'm happy for Andrew Wiggins. I thought he was a great college player. I always thought he was a good player. He just was stuck in a wrong place, and now he's the right right place, right time. As for the Celtics, you know, they're really been mystified by Golden State's defense in Game 5. I mean, Steph didn't have a good game at all. He didn't make a three-pointer for, like, for the first time in 300 games or something like that. So how can they bounce back from that? Jason Tatum really has to figure out a way to score uh, or be effective. He doesn't have to score every play, but he has to make good plays for his team. I mean, he was airballing shots, taking really tough shots. He needs to go to the basket hard, I think, a lot more and try to get Wiggins in foul trouble or try to get anyone else in foul trouble. But the Warriors over the years have kind of made, you know, what they call almost like a pack line defense where it's, there's always a guy um, behind the next guy, uh, you know, moving up. You know, if you ever played soccer, you may have seen that where the defender goes to the ball and the other defender kind of comes in behind him. It's kind of similar what the Warriors are doing to Tatum. They're, they're building walls. So if Tatum's getting double and triple team and he can't get through it, then someone else has to make some shots. Now, this is going to be up to Udoka, the coach of the Celtics, to figure out something else. And it's been a weird series. You can't tell what's going to happen next ever. You know, I think the Celtics really need to figure that out early in the game or it's going to be over. And um, when people were talking about before the series, Celtics are bigger. Yeah, they're bigger, but they don't really have an offense compared to the Warriors offense is like the Princeton offense on steroids. Plus the defense is always talking about the Celtics defense, but it's been the Warriors defense. that's really showed out in this, this final. So I'm looking forward to the game tonight. I'll have it on. I'll probably comment maybe after the game or tomorrow morning about it. Uh, that's all I got for the Dome Dog podcast today. Thanks for listening. Check me out on Spotify, Apple music, Apple podcasts, iTunes, leave a review. Uh, also have a YouTube page and the Facebook page, facebook.com slash groups slash Dome Dog Pod. That's D-O-M-E-D-A-W-G-P-O-D. Hit me up on social. Have a great day.